So, Austin, did that recent hail storm cause some damage to your vehicle? Luxury Auto Works now brings you Austin's Luxury Auto Body for all of your collision and hail repair needs. We take all major insurance and provide same-day appointments and guarantee our work. Luxury Auto Works is your European dealership alternative for service and repair needs. BMW, Mercedes, Land Rover, Jaguar, and Audi. To book your appointment today for collision, hail, service, and repair needs. That's Luxury Auto Works. From the 102.7 ESPN studios in Austin, Texas, this is the Jeff and Ed Show. Hey, welcome back to the show. I'm Ed Clements along with Jeff Ward and Garrett. Uh, Thursday night football action tonight, New England at the Pittsburgh Steelers. We're all waiting the Dallas Cowboys and the Eagles Sunday night right here on 1027 ESPN. Do you remember where you were oh. lo, 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 20, years 27 years ago today? 20, 27 years ago today. Where was Jeff Ford? 27? 27 years ago today on this very day. The year would have been 1996. And you were there. You were there in the first ever Dr. Pepper bringing some guy from the stands to kick a field goal in St. Louis, Missouri. Yeah. Anniversary when the Longhorns won the first ever Big 12 championship. It was the day before, actually. It was the day before? That's when I was a part of history, yeah. It was the day, I thought it was the day of the game. Well, that too. Okay. It was a two-day event. Okay, two-day two event. Two-day disastrous event. Yeah. You tried to teach the old codger in his pointy well, boots? it was really role-playing. It was a made-for-TV event, and it went horribly wrong. Uh, and it ruined everyone's career. Well, they're still doing that, Dr. Pepper, remember? Well, here, here's the impact of that. I changed the course of halftimes as you know them. Yeah. During during championship get championship weekend, yeah. Hot take Thursday. No, no, this is not take Thursday. Don't say that. I mean, this is a fact. This is historical facts of which I've never received full credit, except Hmm. I got a jacket. Still have that jacket? I do. Do you? It's large. I was fat then. Were you now? Well, I was fatter. Mm -hmm. I was chubby. How many? I remember that jacket. What was the jacket? Was that? uh, I need to bring it sometime. It's. I believe it's hideous. Hmm. It's a brown. Leather. It's a leather jacket, brown and blue, like a letter jacket. Yeah, and it's got all the Big Twelve teams' names stitched in the side. That's got to be worth something today. You know, I was thinking about that. Yeah, um, and I was thicker then. I, I don't know eBay why. City. I got fat. Yeah. eBay City. Put it on you know eBay. I got Makes fat it... then. Pardon me. I got fat at that time in really? my life. Yeah, first time I'd ever been fat. Yeah. Um. What do you want to know? No, I, I was just reminiscing for you. This happened on in 1996. Why do you know that? I, I saw it on Twitter. I said, John Bianco put it on Twitter. Not you personally, oh, but just yeah. Really? That's but it? This was the uh, anniversary of the Longhorns win the John McAvitt call against tell a story? Nebraska. You want to tell it again about well, the old man? Tell him. Yeah. I, I'm going to say, I, I, let's be careful, I do not believe that he's with us. Really? Well, he was old then. He was really old and then. smoked about six packs of cigarettes. Yeah. And had a trouble breathing, had a thing in his nose. Mm. So Dr. Pepper is is still doing it, obviously. They're, they did they're it this buying past up, weekend. you know, I mean, for marketing reasons, they buy up the halftimes and they own it in stadium and on TV, of course. Yeah. And so their idea at the time was that they were gonna do a random drawing 
of hundreds of thousands of people entered at 7-Elevens around, I, I don't know if it was around the state of Texas or around the country. I think the state of Texas. Okay. So they're going to have a drawing, and the person who is drawn gets to try a 30 or 35-yard field goal. And what was the prize? I forgot. $100,000. $100,000. And I can tell you right now, if you give me 1,000 people out of their cars right now, maybe one of you can make a 30-yard field goal. Maybe. Probably none of you. Pat McAfee does it every Sun, every Saturday on game day. They that's have a, like 10 yards. Yeah, that's, that's a feature they do. Yeah. Am I allowed to say that? That's a really stupid thing. It's a mothership here. You're not going to... Well, you know, I think it's silly. Okay. It's hot take Thursday. <laughs> so um, no, no one listening right now can make a 30-yard field goal. I'm telling you. You can't. Um, so, okay. And I'm thinking, well, that's, I knew then. So Dr. Pepper contacts me and said, hey, look, we want to do this thing where you're from Texas. And you're a kicker. You kicked and somehow we think you're famous enough where we could get you involved and it might make for an interesting bit. And I said, well, mm-hmm. what are we going to do? Well, we're going to show the day before we're going to shoot video of you coaching the winner. And then it's going to build up to the drama of the halftime show during the Texas-Nebraska game. They're showing it on the video inside the stadium. Mm-hmm. And so I go, well, okay, I'll, I'll, what do you guys got for me? You know, it's kind of how I operate. He's an elderly man. Yeah. No, 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 no. I didn't know that yet. Yeah. I'm talking about myself now. Okay. This is the deal where they're c- talking to me. Okay. All right. And so I said, all right, what do you want me to do? We're going to fly up here Friday. We're going to do shoot the thing. Uh, where was that? Kansas City? St. Louis. St. Louis, yeah. I don't like St. Louis. It's the first time and only time I've ever yeah, been there. I didn't really like it. But I thought, all right, I'll do it. So get there mid-morning to the stadium, talking to the Dr. Pepper people. Everyone's very pleasant. Uh, inside the stadium, blah, blah, blah. And, I, and he said, well, the winner's going to be here. We're picking him up at the airport with his wife. And then we're going to start shooting. And you guys just do your thing. You coach him. And we're going to make a big thing out of it. Okay. Down at the far end of the field, you see coming out of the tunnel is a dude who looks like, he looks like he was best friends with my grandfather. Yeah. He lived in a trailer park in East Texas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and he's about six foot three, weighs about a buck twenty five, and he's wearing boots. Wearing boots. And a hat. And a cowboy hat. And his wife's carrying her suitcase uh-huh. inside the stadium. And cute little old couple. But I really thought the man was gonna die. He had a thing of oxygen in his nose. Oh my god. Yeah. And so at that moment I see everybody with Dr. Pepper collectively, it hit him. Yeah. This is dumb. They're targeting young people. Right, right. And they got the oldest guy in the state trotting out here. The whole point of the bit, still to this day, and this is why it's history, that mistake led to what you now see are contests between college kids. And scholarships. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they bring him over. Hi, Billy Joe. Hello, this is Jeff Ward. We're going to shoot some video of you guys learning all this. Billy Joe, you're going to kick. Jeff's going to teach you. It's going to be great. Billy Joe's stammering. I don't know what he's talking about. He can't lift his leg above four inches. Oh, gosh. And I thought, well, he's going to die out here on my watch, or he's going to break a limb. And uh, sure enough, I tried to kind of coach him. He's wearing boots. Okay? For $100,000, I think most of us would try really hard. Don't you think? You try really, really hard. I'd be practicing. Yeah. I mean, I would take it very seriously. But poor Billy Joe, he didn't know. I mean, he had no idea what he was getting at. You want me to do what? Yeah. Kick kick this? And so 
we practice and a little bit, not much, and then Billy Joe takes a swing at the ball and it tr- trickles off, goes like four yards. Yeah, he's got his boots on. Still got his boots on. Yeah, I, I made a suggestion, Billy Joe, um, probably be. Do you have any running shoes? No, this is all broad. Well. Okay. Go buy some tonight, maybe. <laughs> you thousand dollars. Yeah. Jackass. I uh, smoking some cigs. Yeah. And so uh, he leaves, goes back to the hotel, and has a great time. Next day, stadium. They start running that video. Second quarter, the crowd. You know, this is before people were doing this stuff, so the crowd was kind of getting into it. A hundred thousand yeah. dollars. And they're making a you know, hey everybody, don't worry. Halftime, a hundred thousand dollar field goal. So yeah, you could hear the crowd starting to build up. And I told the guy, Doctor Pepper, I said, hey, have you ever been booed? And he goes, what? No. I go, I have. They're gonna boo our ass, man. <laughs> you know that, right? They're going to start booing. They serve liquor here, and they're not going to like us. So I'm just letting you know. He goes, oh, God. Okay, whatever. I don't know. What are we going to do now? So I don't know. we got to do it. And he goes, yeah. we got a cardboard check. we got to do it. $100,000. So now they start the camera inside. Yeah. They show me my goofy face, and i got well, my, my jacket on. I remember that because I'm sitting with your coach, Fred Akers, in the yeah, press box. i got, my, goes, I got my jacket and on. And he goes, Ed, look, that's Jeff down there <laughs> with that cowboy. That's exactly right. <laughs> yeah. I'm in the tunnel with this guy smiling and arm in arm. Dr. Pig, I got my Dr. Pepper jacket on. I'm going to bring it. You buy, will you buy it for me? I'll buy it for you. Really? I'll give you $100 for it. Shoot. $200. It's a leather jacket. I gave you Famous. $200 for it. Would you really? Yeah. Okay. It's a cool job. I, mean, I think you'd like it. I'll do it. Sold. Put it on eBay after that. Jeez. Um, okay, so the, they start shooting a video in there, and they show us, and I can now hear the crowd because I know crowd, I know when it's coming. Kind of mum, and they're going murmuring, and they're kind of you can feel them starting to laugh because Billy Joe was in the same outfit Saturday that he was in on Friday. Yes, boots. got the boots and the hat on, and there next to him is a cute little wife who's got hair like six feet high. Yeah, we go out there, they start playing the video of us practicing. Look, it's a hundred thousand bucks. People, you know what everyone thinks. I could do that. Yeah. We go out there, and now the big voice announcer says, "And now Billy Joe Sutherland from Burleson, Texas, somewhere from the Panhandle. Billy Joe has been practicing with former Longhorn Jeff Ward in anticipation of this huge moment for Dr. Pepper. On behalf of Dr. Pepper, we all wish Billy Joe and Jeff well." Boo! <laughs> and then Billy Joe puts it on the tee. Billy tea. Joe. You put it on the tee for him, I remember. I did. I did. And, I, and I'm supposed to stand there like I'm coaching him. Uh-huh. Billy Joe backed up three steps, slowly made his way to the ball, lifted that leg back about three inches, hit that ball like you'd hit it with a piece of paper. Oh, my God. It fell off the tee and oh. did a little spiral about four yards. Oh. It didn't even get airborne. It didn't even get airborne. It didn't go five yards, and it started. Boo! You suck. <laughs> but he, what did he get? About twenty five thousand or something. They turned around. They hurried out there to give him the check. Yeah. To try to stop it because the ball is still spinning. Yeah. And uh, they gave him a check for twenty five thousand. Twenty five thousand dollars. Yeah. And you got a jacket. Yeah. Now it's for two hundred fifty. I'll sell two fifty. You need to get that to one of your boys. I, I, I resend that offer. No, you need to sell it. You need to give it to one of your boys. No, I want to sell it. It could be one of no, no. I'm not going to do it's that. It's got it's got Big Twelve champions right here. Yeah, it's all leather. It's uh, blue. It's 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 gaudy, but it might work. 
I think that's something like Christo Conte would like to have in the Longhorn Museum down there How at the 40 acres. Pay? I don't know what they'll pay. What do the audience pay? What are you in the audience paying? It's a very expensive coat, I think. Ah. I'm selling it now, man. I believe it has my name on the inside. Oh. Yeah. Yes. So that's well, it. thank so, you for sharing that. Well, yeah, now, now they're doing You're right with right. students. So they were on the plane coming yeah. back, and the Dr. Pepper guy talking. He's drinking cocktails. And oh, I got, bet he was. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he was. And so at that moment is when the historical vision came. And I said to him, I leaned over my chair, I said, why don't we get college students to do this? And he goes, yeah. And I said, Let, get college kids out there. Yeah. And that way you know they're going to try. And it's right. going to at least people have fun with it. Right. Because you're targeting, they were targeting young people anyway. Dr. Pepper's trying to target young consumers. And it feels good because it's scholarship money. It's not Billy Joe getting a six-pack and more now, cigarettes. The next thing you know, they're no longer kicking. Because the guy asked me, he said, I go, look, no one's ever going to make it. Yeah. They're not going to kick it. It's gonna, everyone's going to miss. It's never, you're never going to have a, anyone make it. Because they can't. Now they're just throwing the footballs. And now they're throwing them in that big bucket. In yeah. the big bucket. Dr. And it, even there was, there was a twist. You see that this yeah. weekend when this the guy... This weekend it went sideways. Started throwing it that way. Yeah. And they That's had lame. all... Yeah, that was lame. lame. It was lame, two, but he was good. Oh, please. You can't throw with two hands. He threw with two hands That's and they pathetic. had the, had had a tie and another had tie. A, flip a, a coin. They had to hit him in the face with the ball if you yeah. throw with two you hands. You see that guy that throwing two hands. Yeah. I actually have a friend... Who won an American Airlines ticket at DKR years ago, Memorial Stadium then, because he did kick a field goal. Really? Yeah, and he could kick. How they got him, I don't know. We played high school football together. He made it. For an American Airlines ticket. Yep. Made it. There you know the rest of the story. So anybody want to buy a jacket? I'll, $200 for the jacket. If I'll show it to Garrett, I think you're going to think it's pretty cool. It is. It is. A, I remember. I, I vaguely blue remember with it. The, with the brown sleeves that yeah. are leather. It's got all the names of the schools. There's a Big Twelve championship on is, it. It's from the nineties. Yeah, nineteen ninety six. Six. Yeah, nineteen ninety. Uh, very first one. The, uh, it, the fashion it, there is not that great. It's puffy. But, uh, it's puffy. Okay. It's it's. This was a time when clothes were puffier. Mm-hmm. It's you know? reminiscent of my uh, golf and choir letter jacket I got, Garrett. <laughs> I could bring that down. I'm, the same I'm good. Day. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. I'm good. We're no, gonna no. sell all of our stuff. We can bring leather. You you're out. <laughs> I, I'm you out. Like if the fashion. It, if it looked the exact same as his, and puffy and all that. No, no, no. I, it's, that stuff is garbage, man. This is a real garbage. Thing. You don't have golf clubs on your jacket. I got golf clubs and a choir deal. Oh, choir. Yeah, choir letters. Well, you got you got Kansas on your jacket and Kansas, Kansas State, and Iowa State. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. Nebraska. And Nebraska and Baylor. And one Colorado. of it, part of it says it's it's in the back. It says Doctor Pepper Big Twelve Championship, uh, Texas versus Nebraska. That's worth more than you think, man. All right, four hundred. Well, again, it's it's too big for me because at the I got me a large. It's, big. it's, it's, a, it's, it's a large jacket. It's a collectible, man. It should it should be there. Chris Del Conte, Chris Plonsky, listening. Buy the jacket, put it down there. All the, of fame. Put it, put it down there. It's a famous game. Yeah, it's a first. I ever. mean, my gosh, the, put Texas, that right there with you the know Big Texas 12 trophy. Was a twenty point dog. I remember that James Brown made the he guaranteed the win. They were such a good offense. Yeah, I remember. I was Tyson King, linebacker. I was doing the game on the fourth down play. I walked up really close, and they said. Hey Jeff, are they? Why are they not sending out the punter? And I said, 
I don't know. Yeah. I said, I, I, they're talking to James Brown right now. And they said, what? Yeah. And I go, no, I'm not kidding. Right yeah. now they're having a conversation. And I said, I'm assuming they're going to go out there try and, and try to draw them off. Draw them off. It was fourth down. Yeah. And so they, so I turned to walk away. I was like six feet away from John Makovic and um, uh, James Brown, who's one of my favorite yeah. players ever to play at Texas. Yeah. I think he's one of those underrated players ever at Texas. Yeah. And so I walk away, and they're saying, well, what do you think? I said, well, they're going to try to draw them off. And they didn't not only didn't draw them off, they just went right away right. and ran a play. First sound on the right. cadence. Very first sound. And I was there with Coach Akers at the press box, and I said, I said, Coach, what are they doing? Trying to draw them off at, yeah. oh, my, oh, my, oh, my. Yeah. And that's when they threw the pass. Now think of our reaction then. I know. Now it's freaking commonplace. Yeah. Oh, now, now it's just it's an average day with this was Joey mid- McGuire. Yeah, yeah. This is at midfield, fourth and... It's not midfield. It's like on the 30. It's not on midfield. Is it that deep? Yeah. 20, it might have been like the 28-yard line. 450 for the jacket. No. That's, that's too much. That's too much. But then again, I still think you need to save it for your boy, one of your boys... That'd be a big fight. They may get a each, each get a sleeve and a layer piece piece of it, but uh, or I don't give think it, they've give ever it seen you. it. I don't even think anyone's ever seen it. Give it to UT. I think only time I wore it was the day of the photo shoot. Really? Because oh. it was big, even for me when I was fatter. Yeah. It's a large. Bring it down tomorrow. It's large. Bring it down tomorrow. Right. We'll just, we'll check it out. It's in a closet with right next to it is. Um, my long, the real longhorn letter jacket, which is leather too. Those are nice jackets. Yeah. Oh, um, bring that down. I like to see that one. And yeah. with um, a big T. Yeah. Where's your T ring? Got the it's in there as well. Oh, it's got the name on the inside of it. Yeah. And shows the years you've lettered. Um, those are nice jackets. Yeah. Comfortable. And then in there as well, if you want to buy some other so stuff. You get a Rolex with a cotton ball. They stopped doing the Rolexes. Oh man, it's a nice watch though. That's good. I don't know where it is. Don't know where it is? No. Don't know where it is. Uh, and I don't know where my Playboy All-American pictures are. Huh. Six Hall of Famers in the picture. You can buy that. Are you, are you looking for the magazine or just pictures? Well, no. <laughs> Remember who was the the playmate there? No. That, that month? No. Who was it? I don't know. That would be... I didn't meet her. August or September 1980... What? Six? 86. Seven? Garrett, mission, find that Playboy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can look it up now. Find that Playboy. Not on the Wi-Fi in here. Yeah. She's fully nude, as you remember. (laughs) Did you go out with her during this deal? (laughs) You and Bosworth? You and the Boz? Did you have a date with her? Did you go to the Frolic in the Not Beach her. in Miami? It wasn't her. Wasn't her. Another playmate. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Throwback Thursday or Hot Take Thursday. Did I go on to? Let me this, just say this. This is my life, Jeff Ward. This was supposed to be, I think it's supposed to be two nights in Miami. I was there four. Beautiful. Okay? Who knows what was charged <laughs> in that room? <laughs> and at that time, the Miami guys were rock stars. Miami Hurricanes. Yeah. I yeah. mean, these guys were, you know, a lot of guys you play in college and you, you know, you're sort of a big deal in college towns, you're a big deal. This is in Miami and they are the biggest deal going. Yeah. Right? It's during and Don so, Johnson year, too. Don, you know. Yeah. It yeah. was Miami was Miami happening. Vice. Yeah. And um, get in the car with Benny Testaverde and head out and you are going to live large. Back with more 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESP.
Chef and Ed Show on 1027 ESPN. All right, we're just going to do like uh, we're going to sell Jeff's stuff now. That's all we're going to do is uh, old memorabilia. It's all going to price tag. I don't know how we're going to do this. Uh, here we go to Twitter or X or whatever it's called this particular week. I'm sure these are going to be polite. Oh, my gosh, there it is. Wow, that didn't have to happen. Somebody pulled up a picture already. You ready for this? Take a look at that, Garrett. Oh, boy. Can you find Jeff in that picture? This is working well on the radio. I know that. Uh. No, you can't. I'm turned sideways wearing sunglasses and a t-shirt. Uh, it says, nice shades, dude, on Twitter. At Jeff Ward Show. Have you seen the King of the Hill episode where Hank has a chance to throw a football through the hole in the Alamo beer can? <laughs> he opts to have Don Meredith do it, then gets miffed because he doesn't take off his coat and misses the throw. All right. At Jeff Ward Show. I'll one-up Ed and do 201 for the jacket. Now we got it going on. Okay, I like it. It's men's large, leather. At Jeff Ward Show. I would have bought kicking shoes and paid Jeff 10G to coach me. Yeah. Yeah. Take a look at this, Ed. This is good radio stuff. You just look something out of my page. Take a look at it. There it is, man. That's, that's, the, that's the goofy photo. That's There's a it. goofy photo and a serious photo uh, for Playboy. And, uh, of course, I'm standing next to two dudes who weigh 300 pounds, so I look like I'm... You know, five foot five and a buck seventy-five. See if I can identify other. There's Jimmy Johnson. There's uh, the cowboy man who just died, didn't he? Uh, Gil Brandt. Gil Brandt. Yeah. He picks the team, I think. Yeah. Along with uh, sports writers. You got the sunglasses on. Yeah. It's a goofy photo. I don't know what I was doing. I was wearing a T-shirt from Vinny Testaverde. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I turned sideways. Who's the SMU? Is that Michael Carter? Uh, that would be Jerry Ball. Jerry Ball. Close. Played Jerry for Ball. the Detroit Lions for decades yeah. and decades. And who is your fellow Longhorn 95? Was going to be a great player. Sad story. Uh, William Harris. William Harris. Was only a sophomore at the time, and absolutely, he was Kellen Winslow 2.0. Really? And things didn't go well. Really? Yeah. And there's yep. the Boz. Boz. Wow. Yeah. Memories. They I, I, they used to do that. They used, to, they used to do the Bob Hope deal. Of course, Bob's dead now. Playboy's dead. Thank you for that. That's yeah. Great. So I don't do that anymore. I got somebody bidding 201 on the jacket. Wonderful. Yeah. Robbie Gould retired today. Yeah. The kicker, uh, San Francisco, among others. He retires as a 10th all-time scorer in the NFL. That guy was really, really good. You never missed in the playoffs. Really good. Never. never I remember missed. I saw a clip today from the snowstorm in Green Bay a couple years ago when San Francisco upset Aaron Rodgers and the Remember that frozen night? Yeah. Up in At Jeff Ward show, getting mad about Saudi money is selective outrage. Same people chastising them have iPhones made from slaves and Nike's made in sweatshops. Everyone's money is blood money. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think that guy making my iPhone ever killed anybody or ordered any murder or somebody. I, I uh, no, that, that that's not that's not that's not accurate. Not comparable. No, I know I, we have sweatshops I, and we have people who work for pennies, but we have this. This was a regime 
who said, kill this reporter. It's not, it's not, not reporter. necessarily even a fair political comparison because this is sport washing. This is intentionally taking an oppressive regime and throwing. This is what uh, dictatorships have done for decades with the Olympics. Mm-hmm. That is, um, the, the Russians did it not long ago with the Olympics, and that is they're trying to cover up and sell, put a nice face on an oppressive regime. First time, you know, the this first. Isn't, this isn't people being treated badly. This is an entire regime that is guiding this. I give you 1936, Berlin, when uh, the Nazis, Germany, hosted uh, the Jesse Owens. Well, the, Ru- the Russians and, and oh, your bud Vlad and Trump's bud yeah. Vlad a few years ago did the exact same thing. Chinese have done it the too. Chinese have done it yeah. too. Yeah. So I don't I don't think that's a f- I don't think that's a fair comparison. But I appreciate your outrage on Hot Take Thursday. Hot Take Thursday. How much do you want for the jacket? Uh, this is a strange story out of Buffalo. Buffalo Bills coach Sean McDermott said today he regretted mentioning 9/11 in a 2019 training camp talk with his team, and immediately apologized to his players. What the hell? <laughs> McDermott emphasized today he made the comments to discuss the importance of communication and being on the same page with the team. Why is he saying that? I don't know. He's, he's apparently said this in 2019, four years ago, and he's apologizing today. Weird. <laughs> that is really weird. Did it just come out on YouTube or something? I guess it did, yeah. Uh, tonight's over-under on the Steelers-Patriots is 32. I was going to say 34. Da-da-da. It's not the... It dipped to 20. It's... 29.5 earlier this week before setting at 30. It's 30. That's It's an over-under of 30 points. Oh, 30? 30. This is like a big that, 10 over-under. I mean, there was a record earlier. There was 30. It was the Patriots playing somebody. Of course, it was the under. And I believe it was 32. There hasn't been a total yeah. under 30 since December 26, 1993, yeah. when frigid temperatures contributed to three games having sub-30 totals. That Sunday featured the lowest total on a game in ESPN Stats and Information Database. 28 on Colts at Pats in New England, where temperatures were in the low 20s with a 23-mile-an-hour win. Patriots won that game 38 to nothing. Temperatures Thursday in Pittsburgh expected to be in the 40s with light winds. They're just bad teams. They're bad bad offensive teams. Steelers will start the legendary Mitch Trubisky at quarterback. Kenny Pickett is out with an injury. And the Pats are going to start. I guess they get go with what's his name again, Mac. Yeah, Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones. Name. Yeah, Billy Zappi was a starting quarterback for Sunday's six to nothing loss <laughs> to the Chargers. Yeah. The Patriots <laughs> are average are averaging twelve points a game. A game, twelve points. Right, That's I it. believe they're on pace for a record setback in the late thirties. 80%. They've scored less than a touchdown in three straight losses, which hasn't been done since 1938, thus the Three Stooges. 80% of the early bets on the total were under. on the under at multiple sports books. A spokesperson for BetMGM said today that there have been more bets on the total than any other market was offering on the Pats-Steelers game. Typically, the point spread garners the most bets. Yeah. Wow. And the total for Jacksonville-Cleveland game where a potential combination of backup quarterbacks and windy, rainy weathers in play also was among the lowest over-unders in decades and was listed at 30.5. 
30.5 today. Quarterbacks are supposed to be better than ever. The rules are more favorable to offense than ever, and yet you're setting offensive records in the wrong way. That Jacksonville game will feature... That's because... You want me to tell you why? Beathard versus Flacco. You want me to tell you why? Tell me why. Too many injuries. The field needs to be widened. A la O Canada. Got important players are getting injured too often, too easily. Now I know people are going to say, well, they're not always contact injuries. How will you do that? Let me, let me. It uh, won't happen. Can I give you a what if? Oh, <laughs> what if, Jeff? What if the That's colleges how. follow the lead and widen? They won't. They can't because they got stadiums. I know. They I'm got aware. seats. And they're not going to spend the money to expand, to widen the field, to take out some seats. Thus, thusly, they are. They they have no concern for player safety in the name of making money. I think that's been obvious many many years. <laughs> Is that there. a hot take or not a hot? That's take? A, not a hot take, but it's a good take. You think here it's a right take? Yeah, I mean it's you. You take a look around the league. These offenses suck now. Not in all cases, but I mean, Mac Jones hasn't been injured. They just suck. But the Jets. Um, Poor quarterback play. Yeah. Now Cleveland with Joe Flacco, quarterback play. Yeah. It, it's it's um, too many injuries. As they said, who said this quote? Yeah, you'll know. It was the best of times. It was oh, the worst of times. Wow, look at that. It's been the best of times with people. Uh, Taylor Swift? No, Taylor Swift didn't say that. Oh. It was the best of time. It was worst of time. When quarterbacks, you know, like Hurts and Mahomes. Howard Cosell? I would co-sell. It was about, no, I think it was Shakespeare who said that. Oh, okay. Yeah, Will Shakespeare, wide receiver. Is that what you saw the other night, the musical? No, that was My Fair Lady. Oh, I see, okay. And the woman who supplied me with the tickets and everything said, thank you for, I heard you and Jeff discussing it. Thank you for the promotions. Thank you so much. (laughs) Did she hear how she feel about what I said? Well, I don't think she cared because she knows you don't have a love of musical theater as I do. (laughs) So screw Did you. Get in you. Free? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got in free. Got in free. I yeah. knew it. I yeah. knew it. You thought I'll go and sing some songs and they'll let me in free. Da 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 da. Okay, it was the best of. Let me get. Keep talking. I don't think you even got. Times. You get, you get your Shakespeare right. I don't it think you did. Was that's pretty disgusting for a guy that brags about his theater worst. training at uh, Texas State, Charleston State, or Texas, wherever. Southwest oh, I'm Texas. sorry, Texas State, the great theater Southwest. program at Texas State. Um, a guy who pretends that he went to high school at Juilliard. Yes. Oh, yes, I knew it was. Charles Dickens. Quote by Charles Dickens. It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And you said Shakespeare. It was the age of wisdom. You trained theater goer? It was the age of foolishness. Uh, It was either um, Taylor Swift or Thoreau or... Charles uh, Dickens. Charles Dickens. Tale of um, Two Cities. Or uh, Reagan or uh, Trump said it. Yeah, Trump said it. That's who said it. Remember the book, The Tale of Two Cities? Yeah, I know. Yeah. You're bragging about your theater training. Thank you so very oh much. Oh, my gosh. Did you guys read at that college? I read this at Brownwood Junior High. I'll have you know. <laughs> we, we had we read the classics there. Oh, yeah, right. Like, uh, 
I bet you guys only read Huck Finn. Not you guys at Westlake who just, you know, car bet, driver the, magazine. The, Mommy said I could have a Rolls Royce. Guys, Daddy said I, bet, I could have I a Range Rover. I bet it was classic there. They just made you read Huck Finn over and over again. <laughs> Huck <laughs> Finn was a good, uh-huh. it's a good book. And Kill a Mockingbird. Those are the only two they allowed you to read. Who, 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 who wrote To Kill a Mockingbird? Harper, Harper Lee. And what was he famous for? And she died about, uh, I want to say, about well, two years ago. I tried to trick you. I could. Sh- he was a she. Yeah, Harper Lee I, was I a she. It. And she's lived a very nondescript life. Who starred in the movie To Kill a Mockingbird? Well, behind the door was Robert De Niro. No. Wrong. Wrong. Got the wrong Robert. He, too, was in The Godfather. He comes to Austin a lot. He married a woman, and she... See, Boo Radley was... Um, Robert Duvall. Oh, Robert Duvall. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Gregory Peck. Yeah. Yes. Got it. Thank you. Yeah. That's it, because you screwed up the other one you're going to try to make I up did. for with some obscure, not even obscure knowledge of something very basic that yeah. you're not I'm, in theater. Would you say Robert De Niro was down in the uh, south there? Oh, man. Hey, yeah. what you doing? Hey, yeah. what's the matter you? Hey. He didn't say anything in the movie. What did it matter? Boo Radley? Yeah. I don't think he said a word. Uh, I'd have to see it again. Yeah, except wrestled somebody. He wrestled somebody? Yeah. See, there we go again, Garrett. He tries not to be a theater guy, a movie guy. Well, how hard he's is just this? I've actually read books, you he's, know. He's just re- That was one that has a movie. It wasn't a book. Okay. See? Yeah, I he tries to shade himself as some macho bachelor, <laughs> golden bachelor guy, but in fact, he's a, he's a sensitive, tender guy who reads books and, yeah. you know. Yeah. I mean, I think, I'm not sure. I think most people know that, but... Thank you for the comment. Did you know that, Little G? Not at all. See? I like it. See? Yeah. Have you ever read um, To Kill a Mockingbird? No. Wonderful book. No. Wow. The great Harper Lee. Wow. Not allowed? I guess not. Yeah. Huh. Okay. It's a great book. Well, that's... uh, It's a great movie, too. Times have changed. Yeah, it was. It was a great movie. Yeah. I don't... He never said a word, though, in the movie, did he? Boo Radley. I'm not sure. I've I've seen him behind... The first scene that I remember seeing him was behind the door. Yeah, behind the closet. With the blonde hair. Yeah. Very blonde hair. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of spooky looking. Yeah. Horton Foote, I believe, was a producer from Wharton, Texas of that. Horton Foote. Okay, we got to take a timeout. Jeez, this sucks. This <laughs> is rock bottom now, man. This is it. We are throwing uh, around oh ninth boy. grade books, literature, trying to impress the audience with ninth grade literature. It's just like an episode of Jeopardy. <laughs> what are you going to do next? Uh, Santa Claus? Let's do Let's the talk p- about the Grinch next. Let's do the periodic tables. Uh, we'll be back with more right after this. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements. Afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN. Check out the podcast page at 1027ESPN.com. Now back to the Jeff and Ed Show. Back on the show, I'm Ed Clements along with Jeff Ford and you. Uh, I got a, I got something. I've got something, my friend Sloan Byerly. So when we left you, Thomas Briggs was getting ready for his million-dollar field goal. Million dollars. Did you get any good help yesterday? I sure did. A lot of it. Now, what would a million dollars mean to you and your wife? Well, it would mean a whole lot, especially for my retirement. Now, how about the follow-through? You were a little weak yesterday. Now, what are you going to try and do today? Well, that's my secret. Uh I'm not going to let nobody 
back to you. Right, million dollars. Here you go. Okay, that was it. It wasn't. It wasn't a hundred thousand dollars. It was a million dollars. The guy, and Jeff was right. The guy just dribbled it out about ten yards. Oh my lord, a million dollar kick. And Jeff's right too. Nobody, nobody can make that kick. Garrett, that's like a forty-five yard, forty-yard kick. He said it was thirty. That's like a forty-yard kick for a million dollars. There's no way. There's at no all. way. No. No, I've seen NFL kickers miss kicks like that. Uh, so thank you, my friend Sloan Byerly, a big-time lobbyist at the Capitol, found that. That's kind of cool. That's kind of cool. You, you, Things that are on YouTube are amazing. That was halftime of Texas and Nebraska from the first Big 12 championship game on this date in 1996. And I was there with Coach Akers. We were doing the pre- and post-game show. Jeff was there doing the sideline reporter for the network and also the consultant to this poor old guy who had a chance at a million dollars and just dribbled the ball about 10 feet. Uh, yeah, I, uh, we're, uh, 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 phone lines are open right now for the next few minutes as we conclude this show. As we said, it is New England at Pittsburgh, and I had the big – I didn't – I don't know how Robert Kraft keeps the guy, and I kind of half halfway believe Robert Kraft has told him that, or Robert Kraft's son has told Belichick that, Bill Belichick, you're not coming back, which would be very, very sad, but I think it's inevitable because he's not going to break the record. They're 2-10 this year, and they've just got to blow the whole thing up at New England because it's just not about one player. It's not about a quarterback, and they've had quarterback problems since Tom Brady left. It's a lot more than that. So that's the game tonight. Pittsburgh favored by 5.5, the over-under, just over 30, if you can believe that. New England 2-10 and and Pittsburgh at 7-5. and Strange story coming out of New York City today. You know, it's a Heisman weekend. Well, we'll know the Heisman Trophy winner on Saturday night between Washington's Michael Penix LSU quarterback Jaden Daniels, Oregon's Bo Nix, and wide receiver Marvin Harrison Jr. of Ohio State, the best wide receiver in the country, for goodness sakes. Not many wide receivers are a Heisman Trophy finalist. But today, and by the way, Marvin Harrison Jr. is number two on Mel Kuyper's big board. That means he hasn't projected to be the second player taken right behind Caleb Williams. Marvin Harrison told reporters today, I'm still undecided. He said, I'm still undecided. You guys know, coming into this year, I wanted to beat the team up north, meaning Michigan, and win a Big Ten championship, and I obviously didn't do it this year. So I think that's a great motive to come back if that's what I decide to do, because that's something I definitely wanted to do in my Ohio State career. Not being able to have done that yet definitely opens the door for me to come back. Marvin Harrison Jr., I would say, Talk to your father. Talk to NFL scouts. You have a gift. You are going to be more than likely the second player taken in the draft. Do not, do not go back to Ohio State for your senior year. It ain't worth it. It's not worth it. If you want a career in professional football and you want to make a boatload of money, you got to come out this year. You got to strike while the iron is hot, and you are the best wide receiver in the country. You're one of the finalists for the Blitnikoff Award with uh, Malik Neighbors and uh, 
Washington's Rome. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? Abdezumi. Uh, so you're the, you're you're among the best. Don't even don't even think that. Don't even think that. I think that's probably just a smokescreen, or I think it's probably just something to make uh, make people think. Yeah, apple pie, mom, apple pie, and going back for senior year. Remember Manny Diaz. Manny Diaz, the former defensive coordinator for the Texas Longhorns, who was fired on the tarmac after Texas got throttled by Brigham Young University during the Mac Brown days. Remember that? Manny Diaz got fired after that game. He went on to be an assistant coach somewhere. Then he got the head coaching job at Miami, flamed out there, and he's been the defensive coordinator for Penn State. Well, Manny Diaz is now the leading candidate to be the next head coach for the Duke Blue Devils. Duke conducted finalist interviews in Las Vegas this week, and they're expected uh, to name someone with a, the, in the next uh, 24 hours. Uh, he was head coach at Miami, three bowl-eligible seasons during his time from 2019 to 2021. Uh, very nice guy, started his career uh, in the film room at ESPN, and just hung around coaches and said, I can do that, I can do that. And now he looks like he may be on the verge of getting another head coaching job with the Duke Blue Devils. They had a news conference today uh, before the Tax Slayer Gator Bowl game, Clemson versus Kentucky, and both coaches were lamenting the challenges of roster management this time of year. Stoop said his quarterback position is partially uh, particularly thin after several recruit transfer portal entries, while uh, Dabo Sweeney said he may need to suit up and play cornerback himself against Kentucky. So the problem is you've got players going in the transfer portals, and there's a great defensive back for Clemson in the portal that I think the Texas Longhorns will definitely look at. And you got a lot of players who are eligible for the draft who are saying, I'm not going to play because it's a meaningless game. That's where we are. Uh, with these bowl games. So uh, they both are at schools, not with deep pockets for NIL, especially Clemson, who's been very, very good the last few years. Uh, But they were uh, talking about how tough it is for the coaches just to be able to match with other programs for the NIL deals. So uh, keep keep an eye on that. That was from uh, the Tax Slayer Bowl news conference today. Uh, of course, Clemson doesn't need a quarterback. They've got Cade Klubnick from Westlake High School, who had a who had a good year this year. Not a great year. I think they had a little growing pains this year for uh, for Klubnick, who's going to be a really really good quarterback uh, one of these days. Now, uh, another player entered the transfer portal today uh, from Florida. The running back, Etayine, is going to be in the transfer uh, portal. Uh, so it's a, it's a difficult sign, time for the co- college. Well, difficult. I say it's not difficult for guys making over 4 to $10 million a year. By the way, uh, sources say that Harbaugh is being courted by Michigan to stay at Michigan to the tune of $11 million a year. Okay, we got to go. See you tomorrow here on 1027 ESPN. Jeff Ward and Ed Clements, afternoons 4 to 6 on 1027 ESPN.